Breakfast with How Long Gone. It's 8 a.m. in Los Angeles. Uh, Jason, is the time different in the woods, or is it actually the same on the sundial up there in Sea Ranch? Yeah, just because of the way the trees are and the mountains. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a different time zone sometimes. You seem to be acclimating well to a slower pace of life, which is obviously my nightmare. Nothing is slower than Sea Ranch in terms of paces, as you were just saying. It's like... Truly the slowest motherfucking place I've ever been to in the world. It's so beautiful and like it's really something special. I, I mean, I know we talked about it when I went, but it is. Um, we forgot though, the listeners. We I have a t- I have a, like a I have a two day max on something like that. Uh, but I feel like I feel like uh, country TJ could do this for a little longer. I, am I wrong? In- interesting that you bring that up, Chris. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. We're doing we're doing like a three night. Thing here mm-hmm. but before we even put the keys into the front door of the house mm-hmm. bay was already like you know what i don't know if three days is long enough oh yeah well this is maybe maybe we can extend the trip mm-hmm. and, which i'm okay with it's just there's a lot of moving pieces you know no of course i know those i know those southwest flights from burbank do get pricey uh <laughs> since they don't have money is not they, the issue here we're, we're, they don't have a they, they don't have a loyalty program for southwest because because they <laughs> <laughs> chris i i flew i flew alaska the, 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 the southwest all. the other southwest okay it gets much worse than alaska and you know that I've I've been to I've been to Alaska and it doesn't. But continue. I'm not talking about the, the fine state <laughs> oh, of Alaska. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm and sorry. You know sorry. that there's no Delta hub at Burbank. That's true. I so actually, that's already that's already cruel. But you know, I was able to upgrade to the uh, luxury class on our flight. <laughs> premium seating complimentary beverages snacks so you were able to have you were able to have they offered you um almonds instead of peanuts which is very a very nice upgrade we all we can that's an upgrade we can all agree is worth a hundred dollars it was to to upgrade (laughs) to upgrade the tickets from burbank to santa rosa california 11.99 oh damn that's 11.99 upgrade so that means for i mean there was it was one of those flights where first class was just you know, like every like anyone could take first class like it was like a 75 dollar upgrade or something so like even broke hoes were in first class looking down at me like oh damn i should have got this flight earlier but mm-hmm. it's either it's, it's like the, the biggest class divide of flights like even in the premium seating that i was in there was a guy sitting in front of me who was you know he looked like he he was homeless or something you know like he he had no idea like how airplanes work well 1199 like he was on a phone call the whole time so like it was it was a different different 1199 vibe. upgrade is is i mean look that that's 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 cheaper than the trail mix i buy at Erwan. so it's like if you mm-hmm. if you have one if you have you know one bourbon and coke and and one bag of almonds, not not organic, not sprouted, of course. Yeah. Then you're you're. I mean, you're making you're making money basically for. for I know for that, that, that was my logic, and then I got to you know I got to say like, yo, girl, you know, I'm just checking in for these flights for your little birthday weekend. I just want to let you know since you are appreciated, I went ahead and I upgraded to the premium mm-hmm. seating, and she's like, wow, great! I didn't know we got first class, and I was like. That's- oh! Look, let's let's see the airlines. And then the first, then they would call like first class boarding. She's like, "Is that us?" And I'm like, "Oh, 
actually, uh, baby, go get a smart water real quick while I go talk to them because I'm trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, what's going you on. You go get an alkaline smart water. I will fill up my Nalgene at the complimentary <laughs> complimentary <Filling> spigot. <laughs> <laughs> the, man, the lines at the spigots are long these days. I, I, I tell you what. <laughs> As a guy who loves to buy two two Avions for every flight that cost me $12 and is obviously not great for the environment, I just the lines for the spigot have gotten so long that I feel like people are missing <laughs> not, their flights. Not to, at to, not at not at Burbank, at LAX. Not at Burbank. The, yeah, when you when you go to the Delta LAX terminal, the line you like you walk by and you're like, "Oh, is this the line for the bathroom or the line to get into the baby changing station or the line to get into the Admiral's lounge?" You're like, "No, we're just filling up our Nalgene bottles full of Brian Laundry stickers that we got at REI. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Do you do you think the, I'm over water now? Do you think the do you think that some of these? Also, I've seen a lot of people in the airport recently. Mm-hmm. I I can tell they're not doing this, but their their gear makes it look like they're about to go climb Everest. Sure, sure. But they're clearly they're clearly just like going to visit their parents. And they're filling up. Like, do you think that there has been some Brian Laundry Nalgene fill-ups that have caused people to miss flights? Do you think they're there's they're they're not even they're so concerned with saving the environment as they get on a giant plane that destroys the environment <laughs> that they that they're that they miss their flight because they can't. Do you think it's about saving money, or do you think it's about saving the environment? Yeah, it is not about saving the environment whatsoever. It's all it's all money saving, and it's all like getting one over on TSA. It's like they get the the satisfaction of being like, well, I know that you're not allowed to bring water onto a plane, but I can bring my empty water bottle and lug it around, and then and then I'll be able to gain access into this special world that's only for bosses who are fucking goats of air travel who can like you know not pay five dollars for a water and then you kind of feel superior i want to know and this is a great man on the street thing for us to work on uh is you know we should see what the most popular water bottle is at lax like what what brand is number one it's definitely not nalgene it's definitely some shit you can get at, at walmart in modesto oh oh like what like of all the reusable bottles yeah what, what is it is it, is it is it is it clean canteen is it the one with the little logo of the man with the arms out uh, <laughs> uh, it's just it's just so funny because that to me is a new it it, it really is a new signifier of, of what tribe you stand with well i was I I was thinking about this just yesterday when I was on my little hike. And of course, it comes as no surprise to anyone that Sea Ranch is Nalgene country. Of course, well, because Nalgene's the, I mean, Nalgene is, is the triple OG. And if you get a plain one, you're, you're trying to say that you've been in this for a while. You did vote for Bernie. Your REI subscription is up to date. Your Subaru <laughs> is gassed up and it does have an extra you know, holder on top for all of your camping gear and obviously a bike rack. Yeah, actually, the the house I'm staying at, shout out to our friend of the show, Nick Weidenfeld. He uh, he's letting us crash here, but he has he has one of those vintage Nalgene's in the in the cupboard where you know there's no logos, there's no stickers, and the only thing on it is the BPA free little kind of exactly. sticker tag that's on it. OG. That's when you know it's real OG. That's shit. OG shit, and that's that's what you want because any of this newfangled these shit, TikTokers don't even know what BPAs are. No, they don't know what BPAs are. They, you know, they, they think that's a fi- more a filter. concerned about BPMs. That's the fucking problem. That's the fucking the other. You know, the mm-hmm. not the the water bottle travesty uh, of our our society. 
um, is a problem, but nothing's more of a problem than the indie sleaze account on Instagram, Jason. Oh, come on, bro! And <clears throat> I'm glad that you br- I'm I'm glad that you brought up BPM because <laughs> we've reached an, a, another stage of the uh, pandemic where um, people are now uh, <laughs> by ch- by choice reliving the ugliest era in history. Yeah, I liked it for about a week. And now I'm like, oh, this is turning into a look when I was hot situation. It's a it's a look when I was hot situation. To me, it feels way too Facebooky. Like it's just uh, like the only good part about Facebook that you know we've talked about this a bunch. You as a Facebook Zuck sympathizer and a mm-hmm. Zuckaholic, you love you, you Zuck- love <laughs> Facebook, and I'm just like, no, Facebook sucks. It's terrible. It's the scourge of society. Blah blah blah. And you're like, yeah, but you get to see. All the people you went to high school with, yes. you know, who flushed their life down the, the down the commode, and I'm like, okay, that's good, but still, I, you know, it's not worth it. The pros and cons don't level out. So now we found a way to do that, to go down that route without having to install Facebook. Now I can just look on Indie Sleaze, all the people they tag. I'm like, I remember that fucking hoe. And then you go and you're like, oh, she got gray hair now and has like four kids and you live in Montana. There's a couple of chicks I've seen on it particularly where I'm like, you're in a lot of these pictures. I've never heard of you. I don't, you weren't, you were probably only passing friends with DJ Them Mm -hmm. Jeans, the the czar of the entire scene, the linchpin of the mob. (laughs) It's not often I'm referred to as a czar. It feels good. And then you, and then you click on the, then you click on the profile and you're looking, you're like, damn you got two kids you live in the suburbs it really is facebook it's it's facebook for cinespace it, it really is facebook i'm a little bit nostalgic of course and i like to think about my glory days of using cocaine and listening to bad music mm-hmm. but the problem is our glory days you know whatever the revisionist history time frame or the timeline where our glory days align with whatever nostalgia twinkling happens in our brain of like i need to look at old pictures of Mm -hmm. of my life whatever like that time has expired for us Mm -hmm. and now the newer generation is like what the fuck were you guys doing i remember this like when i was like a little kid like i was a little too young to know what uffy was or whatever so they look at it as like very interesting archival things and we're just like yeah that was our shitty life it's not cool. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, that's been happening cool. forever as long as people have been sort of documenting things like, you know, like like you, you see some old like skate book or some art book or some whatever thing. And like, this is what it was like back in the day. And then the young kids are like, wow, this is so crazy. You guys did it so differently back then. And then you talk to somebody who's real from that era and they're like, yeah, it fucking sucked. Look how fucking stupid it was. Yeah, it's uh, There's always going to be somebody cool out there who said... This cool shit is was not cool. Trust me. I mean, look, cool, fun. I mean, it's it's not even. Yeah, it's no, like John Waters talking about the era versus Andy Warhol talking about the era. I want to know. I want to know who. I, I I imagine the person behind the Indie Sleaze account definitely didn't live through it and is probably like lives in Ireland or something. <laughs> I, I, I like. Well, no, I think you have to be that disconnected to like care that much. It's just a wee project. Me and my, yeah, just, I, I started in Cork. They started in Cork. <laughs> I found all these JPEGs online <laughs> from a different era. From a different era. <laughs> can you say? Can you say skeets? Can you say skeet skeet in that accent, please? <laughs> He's crypto guy Trevor. He used to be skeet skeet. God damn it! He used to skeet. Skeet in the club with Katy Perry. She's got a residency. 
<laughs> it's too good. It's too good. She sings to a poo. Well, I'm really appreciating this. I'm also really appreciating this Adele thing because she lied and said it was COVID related, and now it's come out that that her delay that her delay is basically like she was having fucking meltdowns, screaming at the set designer because they couldn't get it right, and and they just pushed it because of that, basically. Diva mode. I mean, of course she's a diva. She's too rich and famous to not be when it comes to this kind of stuff. But like, mm-hmm. she has a pretty shiny reputation up until this point so i wonder if this is going to i wonder if people are going to care or even really notice this what what exactly is she doing production wise i mean i was just well, i was just making the Katy perry residency joke but you know that's production she has like fucking fireworks and animatronics and all that i mean what I, I feel like an adele concert just gonna be like do some sexy lighting well that's the couple of outfit changes like i don't think she's gonna have fucking pyrotechnics and a lcd screen well i think that's the problem I think that's the problem, Jason. She's not going to have a a you know singing turd and toilet, but like <laughs> like like Christian like Christian artist Katie. Don't Perry, come for she, Demi Lovato, Chris. Come on. No, Demi Lovato is the turd. Actually, she's she's in this in she's, this case. No, when you said the singing turd, I, I understand. Uh, no, the the I think the issue is that normally Adele's uh, production is quite pared back and grown and sexy, mm. but I think she was feeling the pressure and and the glitz and glamour of. of Las Vegas. Oh, so she went to Vegas. Yeah. She went to Las Vegas for a couple meetings at, with the Aria group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll just go. We'll go. We'll go to Katana, and then Marshmallows <laughs> playing at Omnia." And she's like, "I gotta fucking step this shit up. God damn it! Yeah, I can't have Marshmallow out out doing Marshmallow. Me. He's like, yeah, every Friday night, Marshmallow kills a guy on stage, and like Adele's like, fuck me." Fuck me i gotta step it up damn she's gonna have to have lebron come out every every day she's gonna have to suck lebron james's dick tuesday wednesday thursday (laughs) those are the tougher seats to fill fridays she's fine weekends are good i i wonder if apparently i saw on on the internet somewhere that the merch store is still open like like because it's supposed (laughs) to launch this weekend so there's like you know of course in vegas it's like a it's like a full mall of adele stuff in the caesars i think caesars is where the show is and women are in there like mad and like demanding answers from the employees Which is just so, so, so Kayla, who works at the fucking the coffee mug s- section of the Adele store, yeah, is yeah, having to, yeah, yeah, basically doing her PR work. Yeah, yeah. She all of a sudden su- putting out a lot of fires. She's all of a sudden a high powered PR executive in Hollywood. My but, client has no statement at this time because a, a, a group of ten Karens from Indianapolis touched down because <laughs> they couldn't. They didn't want to lose their deposit. I don't care about these uncertain times, bitch. <laughs> yeah, where's my, I want to see adele i want to cry uh but i mean it's 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 not she like i said she rarely gets gets bad press so i think this is going to i mean i just don't when celebrities go on on the internet and cry Mm -hmm. there's nothing i i have less patience for like no one feels sorry for you it's just not it's not gonna happen like you can cry all you so want she so she went in and cried about having to postpone her vegas concert yes because like all other and she's like i just wanted to do this right for you guys yeah, it's all 100%. about you guys yeah i love you my fans my, right, right because right, right. i guess the fans are that stupid they actually believe <laughs> that that it's a the fans believe that it's about them and not money like 
there's nothing that says I love my fans more than not coming to their city and posting up in Las Vegas and making you come to me. <laughs> that that's really that's really that really that really shows that I love my fans. Well, you know, you know it's I mean? kind of interesting because I w- I would I would like to like take a deeper dive on, as to like what what kind of artist somehow skirts the responsibility of having to do that. Like when some bands or some singers or performers or whatever when they postpone a show for whatever it is, COVID or medical injury, sometimes it's just like, oh, here's a statement we released or like the label posted a thing on the Instagram stories or, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, guys, so sorry. I'm going to have to push it back. Do a tweet, XO, kissy face. And then w- some other people, do they feel the need to do it or are they forced to do it f- for some reason to do like the video live zoom confessional crying well i think it i think it goes up i think it's based on ticket price <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like I, I i think a little bit like if if you're a you know cool indie artist that's you know you're on fat possum and you have 10 shows booked and you got a show you got you know, a fat possum speaking of adele you just you just post a tweet and you keep it moving you reschedule and you talk to your agent and it's all good right if, you, if you're adele and you've made this big announcement and tickets are fifty thousand dollars you you kind of you kind of have to go you have to go on a you you have to go on okay you have to go on a, so a proper price is it. yeah a proper apology tour is the minimum you can do because I'm just gonna guess here I haven't I haven't looked into this I'm gonna guess here mm-hmm. refunds maybe aren't available I think because the dates are res- rescheduled <laughs> that you don't get a uh-huh. you don't get a refund so you lose all the money you spent on your Vegas trip or you just go and then gamble your light bill away and and come back even more. More broke than you were before, and then have to go back. Right, right, right. You, you, the the flights were already booked. The hotels, yeah. That's that's a that's a tricky situation. And none of these people want the refund. They want to go to the concert. They know they're going to go. Yeah, and they're going to be like, well, my kid's not going to be able to go to college this year because yeah, because mm-hmm. mama had to reschedule her but, trip. Uh, a weekend, a weekend in Vegas to see Adele for four for a family of four is is the, <laughs> the cost of a full year of community college, if not more. You said tickets are fifty thousand dollars. This is fucking no Stanford. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Tickets aren't actually fifty thousand dollars, but they're they're quite expensive. No, they're like I saw they were being scalped for uh one one person was scalping a ticket for 40 grand so it's you're not too far off the, from the truth who would pay like that's just like that 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 seems insane to me i don't think somebody who has forty thousand dollars it seems insane to spend forty thousand dollars on a concert ticket yeah you're fucking right unless it's like a one-on-one concert and you get a fucking fully filleted at the end of it or something so if i get to so if i get to if oasis plays for me alone at glastonbury and i get topped by liam it's worth forty thousand. well that's the problem you got to split that 40 grand you know with the whole band oh so oh so you're saying solo artists you can get for 40 but band you're looking at 200 yeah well you know liam and noel they they make a little bit more than bonehead sure it's a sliding scale but <laughs> bonehead's still gonna get you know 30 little 3500 for a piece of head <laughs> <laughs> oh shit bonehead 3500 for some top <laughs> yeah bone bonehead oh, was like shit. i was i was told that i would be receiving a, a quote little 10 piece for my uh for my efforts this weekend and they're like oh no it is not it is not a 10 piece for you to go blow up at, at the caesar's oh. at the caesar's mall <laughs> You and you and you in fact will get a little thirty five hundred piece. 
but it's USD, <laughs> which is actually unfor- which is unfortunately less than quid. So you're you're kind of I'm sorry, which Bonehead. is good because Bonehead has had his eye on the uh, the new MacBook Pro. He won't be able to get it fully fully loaded, <laughs> but it's really going to make uh, you know a lot of his emails and some of his stuff work. He, Bonehead Bo- Bonehead was really upset when they got rid of the Touch Bar. So I'm glad that he's yeah, I'm yeah. Glad that he he's he has made get- it no secret. The way he feels about the trackpad and the touchpad and everything. I believe that I believe that he is dabbling in electronic music now, like a lot of aging uh, Britpop legends. So oh, hopefully, no. the Ableton loads a little faster on the new machine. Bonehead is Peter hooking right now. Yeah, yeah, he's Peter hooking with our thirty five hundred. Going going back to my flight when I was on that <laughs> on that beautiful plane. First, first of all, there was the we were sitting next to a, a young woman who who stopped me and said, "Hey, I'm sorry, I would." It would be my my group chat would not forgive me if I didn't say hi. Well, you know I'm a I'm a fan of the pod, so it's not cool if you were sitting next to her on the flight. <laughs> it's only we, cool. I mean, I was technically sitting uh, next to her because it was a smaller plane, so the rows only had two seats each. So I was I was in seven D, she was in seven A. Let's talk about let's talk about what was the what was the vibe? The vibe of what? The interaction? No, this fan. Like oh, she was just what, like, what, a, like she a, was like a very chill chill chick like. She's from Orange County. Her and her boyfriend live in like Silver Lake. You know, it's like I don't know what I didn't really talk to her too much, but she fit. She fit the demo. Is what yeah, I'm saying. yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a big. She surprise. fit the demo. No, okay. no, no, no. It wasn't a surprise. She was like a uh, you know a a cool professional woman of some sort. I don't really know. I don't really know what. I think okay. maybe there was, there like was a fleece. You know, we we're on a Burbank to NorCal flight. <laughs> fleece was involved. Wait, what? What airport? Where did you say this flight? She was reading a book. Well, that's good that she was reading. I appreciate yeah, she was, that. She knows how to read and shit. It was good. She's okay, a good demographic. Good. What, what is the what is the because the flight time is like forty five minutes. It's like an hour. You're going to Santa. You're going to Santa Rosa. Is that what you said? Santa Rosa. I don't know what that is. I don't. I'm not familiar with this. So if you Santa could, Rosa is where the kind of like it's the crossroad. You know the crossroads of art and tech. This is the crossroads of wine and marijuana oh yeah like it, it's wine country so like you could it, like it's close to napa and mm-hmm. mendocino and all that shit but then it's also a stone's throw away to like humboldt county okay where, okay so you, you know, could you could share Blake and tyler are gonna do go trimming at at ricky's fucking indica yeah, garden so you could share a a, a a bodacious merlot with gavin newsom or you could get some, <laughs> or you could get some some mid indica yeah uh, just, but it, just, but the weird it's such a weird vibe up here because there's i was saying yesterday it's like where it's like stoners with guns it's like people mm-hmm. like people who are like oh it's all good man like i'm just you know like hippy dippy kind of vibes but also like i keep that thing on they me. also have guns and they're also like probably like maga people mm-hmm. they're like maga stoners it's so weird well i think that's partly i think the weapon thing is partly because they have valuable crops and the banks won't take their money yeah that's right so i think there's a, a little bit of like we have to protect ourselves of yeah, course yeah there's that and also it's just you know you're i'm i'm out here you know you're out here in the in yeah, the, like cold, in the dark woods i haven't seen a single police officer the entire time i've been here well that's cool i mean i let alone like a light so you could see the road like it's Mm-hmm. you're out here if yeah. something goes down you know you're on your own mm-hmm. brother you got to protect yourself did you did you bring your glock or did you, you can't fly with that i guess no 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 well nick has one here i just made sure oh, that's great. i had to that's check great. the serial i made him do a video where he kind of took it up took it apart and put it back together make sure that's, make that's sure really nice. everything's all clean and we're yeah we're good so i have the 
I have the blicky on me. Uh, so when you guys go for a hike, just in case someone approaches you, you're able to you're able to squeeze off if if the the assailant. Yeah, it hasn't got. Yeah, well, yeah. If I'm ever uh, you know like, hey, I I reserved court one, mm-hmm. you know, or something. If something goes down over at the courts, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I I don't have to shoot anybody. All I have to do is kind of. Lift up my um my PK polo mm, and, shirt. and just show a little bit of the a little bit of that just a little bit of the chrome and that'll kind of keep them moving after that you know works every time it does work every time I heard a great gun story yesterday gun story okay yeah I guess this was a big story in Florida like Jonah I hung out with Jonah uh from Blackbird Spy Plane and uh, publicist of the stars Nick Daryl and uh, yeah, okay at 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 uh at maru and and jonah's like have you heard the story and i'm like no and i'm gonna i'm gonna obviously get some of the details incorrect but the, the gist of it is i'll fill them in some sort of uh republican politician in florida driving mm-hmm. like a like driving like a big you know american-made suv mm-hmm. like swerved out of his lane and hit a prius and they pull over and the, the the republican politician is losing his fucking mind he's like screaming and yelling and then he just t-bones the prius and like pushes it just because he's still pissed. <laughs> and he's like screaming and yelling. And then he pulls out a fucking gun with like a scope on it and starts shooting at the guy in the Prius. What? And the guy. Yeah, yeah. After the guy in the Prius was like, bro, this is too crazy. I'm going to call the cops. Like, this is too much. He pulls out the blicky. He starts squeezing. <laughs> the, 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 guy in the, Pri- the guy in the Prius said, oh, you must have got me fucked up and pulled out his own gun and killed what? the guy. What? <laughs> yes. How yes, is this yeah, not? Exactly. How have I not <clears throat> heard this news? I don't know because I hadn't heard it either, and Jonah was like, and Nick, I don't think Nick had heard it either. And Aaron, Aaron, uh, Jonah's Jonah's partner was there, and I, I mean, she'd obviously heard it fifteen times sure. from him, which was pretty funny. <laughs> but but so uh, a guy in a big old truck hits hits a guy in a little Prius. He's so pissed that the Prius was there in his way that he revs it up, t bones him. Probably does not leave a note on the windshield wiper. No, they're in the they're in the cars. Like this all happens at once. So close like, range the, with a scope, and he's trying to shoot him. A close range, yeah, close range, and he misses. And then Prius and then has the to no scope him with the pistol. Shout out to my COD players. But <laughs> Prius was just like, "Oh, you thought I was a pussy because I drive electric car? You thought wrong." So player. do you like this liberal tale? This this tale of liberal victory. I love it. I love it so much. The fact that also the guys, this the the Republican politician's wife was like, he's such a good man. All he wanted to do is bring people together. And there's like a, a story a year ago where, where he literally did the same thing. <laughs> like it's like the same. It's like the same story, but he just didn't get killed. Sounds like uh, <laughs> sounds like little mama is not uh, is not servicing my man correctly he's got a lot he's got too much road rage going too on. much rage but i mean that that's like the ultimate florida tale i feel like <laughs> because it's just and the cops apparently the cops got there and they didn't even put the guy in handcuffs they're like well yeah you, you right to carry no, that's that's the sweet yeah the, i mean you're not allowed to just pull your gun out and start shooting at somebody but if somebody is trying to kill you you have yeah. your you have the right to defend your life and and my man got to squeeze in it was a really it was a that's crazy really but then it's story. it's like oh now because this random guy had road rage yeah sure he's dead that's you know i guess maybe it's a good thing that he's not walking the earth anymore but now this guy's like, well, I have to go to sleep every night knowing that I, you know, killed the guy, and maybe he's stoked on that, but it might 
you know no i mean fuck I, him up psychology psychologically not i mean yeah of course i mean take it from me after you once you take your first person's life i was about to say i know it'll start kind of playing tricks with your head a little I bit i know after desert storm you were never the same and i you know it's, <laughs> it's something i i think about. don't do don't try to squeeze in an old joke <laughs> No, I, that wasn't a jo- that wasn't an old joke. That was just the first war I could think of. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's not. That's not a personal attack on your 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 extreme age. <laughs> but wait, I'm sorry. We we should go back. What was happening on the plane? I thought there was more on the plane. So there was a guy in front of me. He was kind of like I don't know. He's maybe like 50 years old, but he was dressed like a like a teenager in the 90s in a cool way in a mind-blowing way he was he was he was basically like an orange county matthew mcconaughey guy okay yeah what was it what was the uh beach bum yeah great movie under underrated harmony corinne film great underrated film basically this guy was that beach bum like stoner dude like hair all fucked up wearing like flip-flops on an airplane just totally out of it drunk stoned all that all that shit but he was wearing head to toe LRG <laughs> lifted research. So he's a white guy, like total like stoner surfer white guy, like <laughs> kind of vibe. Head to toe LRG, LRG sunglasses, LRG camo all over hoodie, red LRG t-shirt. Okay. Like he, he, I got to thinking that he was like a, an LRG sales I was about to say, I was about to like say. Some tertiary market. I was about to say, either, LR, either he started LRG or or there was a sale at LRG TJ Maxx. I, I'm leaning more TJ Maxx, but he was on a phone call the whole time, speaker phone call with his white wraparound LRG shades on, kind of like a Guy Fieri style. Was he making a deal or was he talking to his chick? He was complaining to his his bro him that he wasn't going to get paid for any of his sales for that time period, for that pay period. And he was talking to his friend who was like hyping him up to be like, yeah, fuck that guy. You should tell him what's up. And then like being on a on a conference call with his boss and like telling him to fuck off. Damn. So I got to hear it all like happen live, you know, in real time. Did this inspire you to give me a call and tell me to fuck off? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, if if you start playing with my pay period... You know, my hours, my time card, all the info is in there. You can't fucking fuck with that. But he was talking to this guy, and it's on speaker. The whole plane can hear. He has no idea. He's, like, ignorant to all of this going on. The, 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 the flight attendant keeps telling him he has to stop talking on the phone. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And I, I finally get a glimpse of his, of his, like, speaker phone, like, who he's talking to. And the guy he's on the call with is is just a single name, no first last name, it's just one name, and it says Rambo. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's that to me feels very NorCal, and I don't even know that much about NorCal, but it feels appropriate. Like this man was going home. No, well that that was exact because the whole reason I knew about him first, he was sitting in front of me, and I could see his head bobbing around because he was. He was just like bumping. I don't know what he was bumping. I got a glimpse of his phone. I thought he was playing a piebald track, but that didn't make sense. But he was like bopping around, and and every time that would happen, the the girl who is a how long on listener would look at me and and like look at him, like give me the eyes, like you better be talking about this on the episode tomorrow, kind of thing. And I was I was like, what's what do you think is up with this guy? And she's like, yeah, he definitely is going home right now. Like he's <laughs> he's like definitely a local. But you know, he could also be an Orange County bro who's 
who's going up as well. I don't I don't really know what it could be. You never know. Well, you know, I I this reminds me of somebody I was sitting next to on my flight back from New York. Oh, okay. She boarded the plane extremely late and there's a type of person you see specifically on a New York to LA flight where their everything on their person is logo designer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she had the big Dior tote bag. She had a Louis Vuitton blanket in the tote bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of all of her clothes, literally every piece of clothing was designer. She had like a Louis Vuitton makeup bag out on the. Everything is mm. designer, and it makes me think that you're lying. Like when you have that much designer logo clothing, it makes me think you're poor. <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's no subtlety in it, and that happened when we. I remember when we went on tour. Uh, we were checking in at one time. There's that guy who was wearing head to toe Dior. He had like a Dior like dog carrying case, Dior belt, Dior socks, Dior pants, backpack. Oh yeah, Dior barrette in his hair. And, and at a certain point, you're like, you. This is either all fake or you spent your life savings on this one look. This is yeah. This is all. This is all the money this you have. All the money that you, you know have. What I mean, this is this is all the money you have. But I did. I I I mean, I couldn't get enough. I was just like, damn, this is so much designer shit. You can barely put. But then you got the away rolling bag. I don't know, chief. Like that's crazy. Yeah, away is based. Away having an away suitcase is is at this point like driving a car they don't make anymore. It's a Saturn. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's actually it's a Saturn SUV. It's a Nissan Xterra. It's it's like a it, it, it's just like <laughs> and and the the best part is millions of people have to deal with the away problems. Every day, like every TSA person across the world, like you got a battery in there because of you. You have to you have to take out the the bat. Like, does your suitcase battery? That was so. That would remember how short lived that was. There was a year period where every suitcase had a battery in it. That is so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so stupid. My dogs at Toomey would never do that. That's so crazy that that was like the trend. Like you you couldn't you had to charge your phone so badly you you forgot to plug your phone in. <laughs> Before you went to the airport, and you just might need to charge it in a bag that you checked. Like <laughs> suitcase it's just, with a battery—that's our indie sleaze. It really we don't is. want that. It really is. It's so crazy that that was like a trend to me. I, I, I totally. But away. Well, speaking of trends, Chris. Yeah, I love trends. While I was up here, did you pick up some local beans or? or yeah, there's some local beans. I forgot where it's from, but you know, I'm. I'm that's nice. When I'm on holiday up in the woods, I got the French press going, and I'm making a little. Oh, baby! The country coffee is a little, little warmed over milk with some local honey for just to keep the allergies at bay. You know, keeps it kind of nice. This is disgusting. Uh, did a little you something sweet on holiday? But when I was there's there's two supermarkets in town or two markets. Yeah. Did you go? Did you did you go to the cool chic one, the one that I like? So you, well, we went to both. There's the there's the Gualala Market. And then there's the surf market, and they're both on the same street yeah. across the street from each other, yeah. and it's literally like like a political divide. Like we went to the surf market mm. the first night we got in, we 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 ran in like five minutes to spare before they're closing, and like bought like a bunch of water and whatever you know, like mm-hmm. things to get us through the night kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Gluten free pizza, whatever it might have been. <laughs> Desperately, and needed. like I'm walking in, I'm like, oh, thank God, you guys are open. Like we're just hoping to get like some pre-made sandwich or whatever because there's nothing else open and we had no food or anything and i walk in and there's first of the first thing i see the alcohol display is a gia end cap and i'm like oh honey i'm home, <laughs> honey, I'm home. I'm do you guys home. have any granola that's 18 dollars a bag oh you do <laughs> yes yes bitch so we go, we went i spent a hundred dollars on just like pretzels and water you know like perfect exactly what you're hoping to get 
And then we went to the Gualala supermarket across the street. The first thing I see, just like people who have like Native American like neck tats, but they're like white and on meth and like mm-hmm. wearing like, mm-hmm. you know, camouflage motorcycle racing jerseys and have no teeth. This is the two sides of TJ is what I'm hearing, but continue. Two sides of TJ. It is, I mean, it, re- it literally is. I mean, the similarities of NorCal and Orange County are so specific. It, it's just that NorCal has less money, I guess, overall. Yeah. County. yeah. Like in Orange County, it's like, Middle class, upper middle class. And then Northern California, it's like $10 million house and have no teeth. Yeah, there's, 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 the, there's nothing in between. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a country living and there's the beach living. But anyway, to, the, the, to show how crazy this was, I'm in line at the country supermarket with the bad people who are poor. They're so poor. They're so fat. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sur- surrounded by all these slack-jawed yokels, you know, diesel diesel driving motherfuckers and there's a guy who looks like nav in there rapper nav damn shout out to nav and he's he's got the nav edgar haircut mm-hmm. he's wearing stone island oh he's got the stony on he's got the stony sweats sweater on i think he has like some stony kind of like you know like a camo not camo sorry a, a cargo like track pant kind of runner yeah you know he's he's dressed kind of like drake from three years ago mm-hmm and he's like running around like, oh, he's trying to find the batteries. He finds the batteries. He's in line behind me. He's like, oh, man, I was trying to find his batteries. It's crazy. But I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know the NPC took batteries. I thought you plugged it in. <laughs> well, he's, he's traveling. He's in the Sprinter. Okay. He's going up the coast in the Sprinter to just kind of see what the environment inspires his beat making. Okay. 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 And that's actually really interesting. I got to talk to him. but <laughs> So I, I buy the shit, whatever. He buys his batteries. I go out to the car and I leave. This guy... He had a wife and two kids, mm-hmm. and they were doing the thing. I mean, this is unfortunate, but a thing we've all seen where it's like a woman and her children holding a sign up on the sidewalk no. saying like, hey, uh, you know, any money, anything, you know, will yeah, help out, yeah, food, yeah. food, water, whatever. They had fallen on some hard times, and I'm like, this guy is wearing a, f- a, you know, a $600 sweater, and they're begging for money on the sidewalk. What's uh, What's going on here? And it wasn't like clearly you had you know you worked at tesla and you're balling and now you're homeless and begging for money on the freeway i was like are you guys faking it like what's going on here yeah that's really weird it was odd to me um but but that's just like classic sea ranch to see an an unhoused person wearing nicer clothing than myself (laughs) that's really strange that's really really strange there's another weird part i didn't know that i don't know if you noticed it about here but everywhere you go they have air purifiers Mm. And they're set up in a way that's kind of like performative. Like normally you would have an air purifier and you like want it to be like hidden away sort of or like not on display. They have these things out. But like wherever you go, it could be a store, it could be a restaurant, it could be a bar, whatever it is. Every single room has this big kind of dumb plastic thing. And also the house I'm staying at. There's one in the bathroom. There's one in like the laundry room. And I don't – is it like a fire thing? Oh, maybe. Because I'm up in the woods – the air is so pure. There's no. There must be some. There must be. I'm already in the purest air in in California. If it's that ubiquitous, there must be a reason for it that only NorCal Sea uh, Ranch junkies sound off in the comments. Yeah, NorCal. But I mean, are you feeling? Are you? Have you written your next album? I mean, are you feeling just so inspired by the big trees and the 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 clear views of the ocean and the plant the planned community vibes, or are you kind of uh, are you still decompressing from your stressful life as a podcaster? I would say. 
say somewhere in the middle. I mean, I'm using this trip to not. So you didn't bring a new moleskin. You're just using last <laughs> months. No, no, no. I'm going. I'm going inward, Chris. I'm not creating anything. So, like yesterday, for example, we did a rare wake and bake. Oh, to really kind of set things off. So you woke up. You had some country coffee. You rolled a swisher, and you got to it. No, no, no. Swisher before country coffee. Damn. Oh, so you really waked and baked. So you did you did you bring a bowl? Don't lie. I did not bring a bowl. No, well the weird the weird <laughs> smoking smoking a bowl at Sea Ranch feels very it appropriate. It does. It does feel very appropriate, but I had the presence of mind mm-hmm. to roll roll a couple doobies. Because you're not a great roller from what I've seen. I'm not. Um, but you know, I got the raw cones. Oh, that's cheating. Cones. That's the nah, raw cones is cheating. That's that's I know we, we we've gone over this a thousand times. It's bumper bowling. Sure. I just I just want to reiterate it's pussy shit. Continue. It is pussy shit. And I got high as a giraffe's pussy yesterday morning. So because we, we drove in, we drove in the night before we got in like at eight o'clock or something mm-hmm. and it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. The whole city's pitch black. Yeah, it's dark as fuck. There's no yeah, street dude, it's lights. It's There's like no real ambient nature. light. All the it's like you know if you've been to Sedona, they're like you have to turn all your lights. Don't on. bring up. Don't bring up ambient. It's too <laughs> early for that. So we got in, and we you know dropped our bags off, went to bed, you know whatever it was. So we had no idea what the outside looked like. We had no idea where we were. All you can just see is like the road in front of you. If you have your brights on, you can see a tree or two. So we woke up yesterday morning. We and then we got to see like the outside for the very first time as the sun is coming up. Oh, so beautiful. it was like this very kind of it was a wonderful reveal. I'm sure you know whatever Adele was trying to work out when with curtains up paled in comparison to what I was going through. And then we're like you know let's blaze up a little bit and you know two little puffs for whatever reason. I was I was Jumanji high. I was just gone for like I was baked for fucking like seven hours. Damn, like I was swerving at night because of that. Damn, TJ really. But it, it was really sick, man. It was great. Yeah, getting high is cool. You don't have to tell me. And then and then I was so high that I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like stretch for an hour and listen to some violin and cello. Oh my god! And then you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly build a fire out of kindling that I foraged from the woods. And then just like stare at how beautiful fire is for maybe like five hours. <sighs> this is my nightmare. I know it's your nightmare, but but you know my life partner, she's you know she can get wound up sometimes, just like you, a little stress, a little anxiety. Whatever. Yeah, we're the, yeah we're called earners. Uh, that's kind of <laughs> yeah you earners. That's what you, we you do. People who make the money for us, mm-hmm. um, us bimbos out here. <laughs> yeah, I mean we need you. But she was like the first day. She was just like. I'm so like it. It like really worked. It was like, uh, you know, it's hard for you guys to settle down. Hard for you guys to chill out and. Just well, I'm glad to. Vibe. I'm glad to hear that. And it really worked. I'm glad to hear that. That's nice. It's healing. Yeah, I bet by the end of the day you're gonna be ready to go. But yeah, I mean, heal all you want, bro. Because <laughs> Big Daddy's back in town. He's ready to crack the motherfucking whip. Okay. Well, and also the tennis courts here in Sea Ranch. Beautiful. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I somehow because and we were playing tennis yesterday on these like immaculate, pristine courts overlooking the ocean, grassy fields, just could not be more idyllic. I felt like I would, you know, and, and these are free public courts as well. It's not like some crazy country club or anything like that. Mind blowing. And I'm I'm like still fucking pretty baked. 
playing tennis and I'm and normally when we play it's just like me hitting the ball to her and being like you know she's frustrated I'm frustrated no one's having a great time and for you know I'm I'm so high that I'm like explaining how to like hit the tennis ball differently for the first time in my life like about like the essence and the spirit of this top spin or some fucking bullshit <laughs> and it dead ass works and it and it clicked oh and she was like oh shit i can like feel it now i, I know how to hit a tennis ball now and then she started like oh so my she's God. got her spin YouTube now bozos. it was a breakthrough youtube bo- youtube bozos high <laughs> like no you <laughs> no it's not about like your elbow it's about like the idea of the ball yeah man. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah and like, you'll know like, it i can't ex- i can take you to the water but i can't make you drink it and you'll know the feeling once you connect jesus, jesus christ and and, I, and normally it would be like yeah okay pussy whatever shut the fuck up and but then to d- this time it was like by golly it was a it was a eureka moment. Well, it sounds like you should be high all the time, and people would like you more. Is what it sounded like to me. But I, you wouldn't I be the if, first person to tell me that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. That's just like a theory. So something to consider. You know, okay, maybe. Okay. What if What if TJ became a wake and bake guy, dude? I I don't know if that would work out super great, but maybe you know. It, obviously, it is challenging to go through life when you're woke and boked. But maybe maybe like once once a week, like every Saturday morning is awake and bake time because it, it, it really is like, you know, like once a week some, some person might go to, you know, hot Pilates or something like challenging for them where like you can't do it every day. But like, mm-hmm. all right, on Sundays I'm going to do my half marathon or I'm going to do my hot Pilates or whatever grueling, you know, CrossFit thing it is. Yeah. And awake and bake, uh-huh. even though it is like a, a relaxing, pleasurable experience, you're just like stoned and like eating fucking pancakes and watching cartoons or whatever. But you're it's also like a white knuckle type of high where you're like discombobulated, you're out of sorts because this is like your your clear headed morning moment and you're you're all out of whack mm-hmm. and now suddenly you have to figure out how to do all this stuff yeah. really high and you could you could learn a lot it's really tough to shower when you're high i agree so i hope you do the hard work you know put in the work it ain't easy but as, as we're closing out i did want to do some restaurant complaining chris oh my favorite uh i can't wait for you to destroy another small business um, also i was talking yesterday about um or we, we were listening to the podcast on the flight and we were talking about indochine mm-hmm. And my life partner let me know that Indochine is a very washed restaurant, and it is actually Vietnamese. Yeah, I'm clear on all of that, but I'm telling you, I went there, and the place was fucking packed, and it was good. Well, it, that was more of a correction on me, because I asked on the on the episode, what are some of your, oh, you like Indochine, name five Indonesian dishes or whatever, and you said, I got the kale salad. <laughs> we all had a laugh, but, but she was like, but she was letting me know, like, oh, it's not Indonesian food. It's just Vietnamese food. Yeah. that, that um, So I just wanted to let the record straight, just a classic airmail style correction. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's very important um, that we correct that. But what you have, you have some restaurants to complain about yourself, Chris? Uh, no, I, I had I only went to restaurants in New York that served me well. Balthazar, Indochine, San Ambrose and ABCV. Chris Classics mm-hmm. that always yeah, Chris Classics. always deliver baby and that's why i don't like to try new things <laughs> never out of style they're always there for you i get it well i'm, I'm happy for you what, what kind of experience did tj have well since it's um since it's bay's birthday week you know we were we were doing some some dining and there's there's like an a b comparison these are la restaurants i'll do some complaining about a restaurant here as well fuck it but we went to there's a place called antico antico nuovo 
Do they sell that? Do they sell that at Departamento? Is that like a? <laughs> is that owned by New Guards Group or what is it? Who's the it designer? It feels like that, doesn't it? Oh, it's mostly cashmere. What is the? All right, so what is? Obviously, it's Italian, no? It's like a pasta e meaty kind of restaurant. The chef used to be, you know, he used to be at Kispaka, which is a restaurant I do like. But the my main beef was the food was okay. It wasn't great. The pasta, there was one pasta dish that was the meat in it. It was like a sausage or or chiette kind of vibe, but it had a very like pungent head cheese kind of feet feet smell to it. Mm. Off, it was off putting. We were lacking salt and everything like that. But the price we got, <laughs> we were doing a dry January. This is an A B comparison, so okay. the price is important because we okay. went to this restaurant Antico, and then we went to Rustic Canyon like a couple of days later. A Santa Monica classic. Santa Monica classic. Just you know to figure out how to spend a thousand dollars on two meals in one week. Yeah, yeah. That's that's now that's the coolest thing you've ever done. <laughs> uh, finally, finally, something for me. I know. So so we're doing the dry January. So obviously no alcohol and that's gonna make the the ticket price much lower at the end of a, a fine dining meal right you would think but but sometimes jason you can surprise yourself and i feel like i'm about to be surprised right now so we got a we got a, a 20 dollar caesar salad in a three inch ring mold it was it was a salad made for a, a child or an infant it was good mm-hmm. but it was it was very dinky let me let me just say quickly that the the kale salad at indochine was uh plenty for four and <laughs> and also well priced but continue it was a king's bounty it was it was it was continue okay i mean the produce at this place obviously excellent like Santa yeah, Monica yeah farmer's sure, market sure, the sure. best broccolini you've ever seen in the history well, of uh, broccolini is a little bitter for me i prefer just a classic broccoli but continue so we got that we got a couple pastas we got um and then we got a steak to share as our main and then we got uh-huh a scoop of ice cream and a boudin, a chocolate budino for dessert. Mm, buongiorno. Okay. So, so chocolate pudding, scoop of ice cream, a, a salad, two pastas and a steak. No alcohol. How much was the total bill after after tax and tip? Three hundred. Four hundred seventy-five dollars. <laughs> Oh, TJ had to split this shit on his Chase and his Apple card. So he can't put this on one card. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'll just I'll give you two cards, but they're both mine. But just split it, just split it on these if you could. Damn, bro, damn that's it. actually crazy, dude. Okay, so four seventy five, and this this is a restaurant that is in this like area that it's on it's on like Beverly, kind of where Koreatown meets Silver Lake. It's it's not. It's not the nicest part of town. What was the? Let me know what. What's the? What's the parking situation? They have. Valets. They have expensive valet. They have expensive valet. Okay, thank God. But it's. it's was just, the vibe? Was the vibe good? Was the ambiance good? Were they playing? Yeah, the vibe inside was good. The clientele was good. The servers were like really good. They were like older, kind of career servers, like professional. Oh, like I love that. Oh, I guy, love that. guy wearing a, a like a, a nice sports coat. Yeah, you know, like what knowledgeable staff, people that have been in the business. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. This is wonderful. But I think Jason, you're the kind of person though that price really affects. Like, if that meal would have been two hundred dollars, do you think you would feel different about it? I would be. I would. I would be let down. Well, uh, be, because the steak itself, it was a market price steak. Oh, we don't love to. See, we don't love to see the MP on the menu. We know the. We, we don't love to we, see we, the MP on we, the menu. We know the wallet's getting slapped when you see the MP. <laughs> of course, but the steak. The steak was like two hundred twenty dollars. I think. Bro, what? What did they do? Did they raise this cow in the Beverly Hills Hotel? <laughs> 
they the raised fuck? the cow in the Beverly Hills Hotel. How much did you say? Two? How much was that? I'm sorry, two twenty five. Two hundred and twenty dollars for one steak. And the the problem when you do that is well, there's a lot of problems, but the main problem is when you do a market price steak. For two hundred twenty dollars, and it's just the steak. It's not like here's the steak, and it comes with all these sides and fixins and truffle sauce and, of course, or you know, Bernays fucking caviar shit. It was just like here's a steak. So the steak itself has to be, you know, orgasmically perfect. You can't mm-hmm. you can't cook it incorrectly. It can't be a little over. What was the what was the marbling like? You think on this? I mean, it was okay. I mean, it it was it was probably a dry aged steak, so it had a little funk to it, which is good. And it was it was cooked. They didn't ask how I wanted it cooked, so I assumed it was like we cook it our special way, and that's it. Which is fine because I trusted him as a meat man, but yeah. it was a little overcooked, and you can't say anything. It's like, hey, can I get a new steak? I know this costs two hundred twenty dollars, but you guys are a little over. You know, you can't uncook a steak, so you're it's it's already dead in the water. But then because it's like a hipstery restaurant where everyone has to brag and show off, they put some sauce on it. Mm, I don't like where this is going. That, that, that we don't want. Yeah. So like you, I just want a steak with with butter and salt. Maybe some rosemary, garlic, you know, normal shit so I can taste the steak. But this had some kind of like anchovy, Allison Roman shit on there with like, you know, a white person XO sauce. And I was like, I, I didn't now. Now I'm eating a $220 steak that tastes like anchovies and it's a little over and it left a bad taste in my mouth. I was pissed. But then we went to Rustic Canyon and literally spent half that half that amount of money had like seven course meal wine they gave us a glass of champagne at the beginning of a meal because it was our birthday like so nice everyone is cool half the price and it's in santa monica in like an expensive neighborhood a nice area classic california cuisine jason can't be beat that's the reality and it's true it really it's it's really true that that's the that's the only reason to live here besides when the sun is out like today is is the fresh produce when it's used properly it's it's truly an art form that's what rustic does bro they're like here's a salad it's it's some lettuce that we got down the street at the farmer's market some shallots that were grown with care and some you know oil and vinegar and you're like this is the best salad i've ever tasted in my life i don't know what the fuck you guys did but it's all about the ratios with the vinegar you know that chris i, I do i'm a big ratio guy so I you've do. been ratioed a few times exactly that's what i was about to say i've been the victim of this and the benefit the benefactor of this so i understand both i see both sides so so in closing uh antico don't go there it's too expensive even if you're rich it's not worth it and give an old classic rustic canyon a second second glance that's that's great i i, I think we'll, we'll take go it to from tj i've been there once or twice in my life but it's been years and years we'll we'll go we'll go soon um we'll take the we'll take the the hens out for a nice night in santa monica mm-hmm. you know maybe have a little coffee and go down check out the seagulls down by the water once i once i finally sell a script santa monica you know will feel different i oh, think oh yeah baby you know, it's it doesn't really nice. feel it, it feels foreign to me now because I'm a Hollywood outsider. But luckily, we're making moves, you know, to, to rectify that. Yeah. If I if you ever yo, fellas, if you ever see me living in Santa Monica, just, you know, mm-hmm. look the other way. Yeah. Those aren't mad. Th- those aren't mad, happy sweats I'm wearing. <laughs> if you see me wearing mad, happy, you didn't see me. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> 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 no. Oh, TJ. Well, uh excellent to hear from you i you know, i feel like 
you know, we've done two Sundays in a row not together, and I, I got to say, I'm going through withdrawals a little bit, so I can't wait to be reunited. We'll be reunited, Chris. Don't worry. In we'll be lab. in the lab, and it'll be fine. And I also miss that because that means I now have to spend the next number of hours editing this conversation versus IRL. But that's okay. No, I know. It's okay. I know. That's well. At least nothing a little, uh, nothing a little wake and bake in, huh? I was about to say, Jason's about to get fucking. He's having cookies for breakfast. I'm about to take off and go to Mars. Yeah, he's like, all right, Pluto. She's going to be like, what's uh, what's for breakfast? I'm getting a little hungry. I'm like, bitch, it's it's gelato. All right, how long gone? Uh, We're back all week with more uh, podcasts and... um, More podcasts, more exotic strains. More exotic strains. That's uh, that's what we do here. If you you missed the Joe Ellison episode last week, I implore you to listen to it. Uh, Getting a lot... She was great. A lot of good feedback on that. Um, we talk about piss as well as Alexa Chung. I mean, two of my favorite topics for sure. My food groups. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No mention of Alex Turner. Thanks God. Thank God. Uh, okay, uh, let's go. How long gone, Jason? In- enjoy the rest of your trip, uh, and I will. Uh, I'll see you when you return to the Greater Los Angeles area. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.